Guys, this is uh, Tom from Dad Strong. He's one of uh, the three dads um, that we do the International Fatherhood podcast uh, every week. So, Tom, welcome to the podcast or welcome to the live stream, I guess, on um, yeah. on here. This is yeah a trial for us to see how it all goes. So, guys, start asking some questions that Tom and myself can answer as well. That'd be great. Yeah, it's my first one, so I'm pretty stoked. I'm looking forward to trying to do this again. I think it's pretty cool to be live and then have guys asking questions. So it's a new format for us. We've just been sticking with a topic every week, but I think it'll be cool to get some impact or feedback, should I say, input from the other guys and, and see what they are thinking and the things that dads are really going through out there. I think sometimes we can become kind of tunnel visioned on what what's going on in our life. So it's pretty cool. How how things over there, man? How are you doing? Yeah, mate. Busy week. Um, life is good. Family's all healthy, happy. Um, you know, restrictions here in Noosa are pretty good at the moment. Um, to tell you the truth, they they haven't really had too much uh, interruption on on life, especially over the last couple of months, which has um, been a bonus. And um, yeah, apart from that, mate, uh, school holidays start. I think tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's last day of school for the term, so we got a couple of weeks off. So. Um, yeah, have both kids running around the house, running, running a muck, which should be interesting. But um, no, I'm looking forward to it. We're going, it's starting to warm up as well. It's like mid to late 20s, I think, today, which is um, you know quite hot for this time of year. And um, yeah, so we'll get plenty of beach days and pool days and have, have a good time. How about you over in Germany? Well, no beach days, but um, we're having a little <laughs> bit of a, a warm, another warm week. So we have, uh, it's September now, so we're heading into autumn, actually. So we're going in the opposite direction of you. For those who don't know, I'm in living in Bavaria, although I'm a South African um, from Cape Town. So the beach used to be my haunt that I used to go to all the time, dude. That was like my life, the beach. So I, I suppose it doesn't really help me to think about the beach very much because then it just makes me <laughs> sad. But um. Yeah been pretty cool yeah the weather's been good um it's a little bit humid here which i don't really enjoy i'm like a coastal boy i like the whole mediterranean climate's much better you know i find but um it's been a good week i mean i think it's the same old thing eh? it's, um, when you've got kids and you're working and you're going getting after it it's always a busy week right it's there's always things that come up you always are running off the kids running off the work and then when you try and do things like this um and uh kind of share your life and your mission and your journey with other dads and guys then that adds another dimension to the business right yeah 100 percent. and mate for everyone that's listening from my page now you know tom runs a pretty successful podcast um out of germany called dad strong so who, who have been some of your guests that you've had over this last week that people might be able to go have a listen to um the interview Mm, yeah, I've had amazing guests lately. I've had the last guest was Rudy Reyes. So I don't know if you're if you if you're familiar with him, but he used to be a recon marine. He's pretty well known in the states. He's been in a TV show playing himself, and he's got a lot of energy. Um, the last one was really a lot of fun. And then before that, I had JP Denell that works with Jocko at uh, Echelon Front, and Jason Gardner, who you know as well, that's also at Echelon Front. And Jason's actually the, I've recorded the show, so he's coming on. Well, the show will be released on Tuesday last week, but we've had Rob Machado, Taylor Knox, like surfers, famous uh, surfers, and I've just got Shane Dorian saying that he's coming on. So we're getting a lot of great guests. And then we've also got regular dads like you and me um, in some episodes, which is just as important. You know, I think it's important to also have other dads on the show that just um, people can kind of connect with and identify with. But um, yeah, it's growing really nicely. It's really um, a lot of fun to do. And 
yeah, I also do one on Mondays like by myself. So it's three podcasts a week that I'm committed to like 100%. And I think it's interesting, Leroy, because at the beginning it was super hard to get this done. Like I would take like five hours to edit just like one episode of a podcast, like because I was that like serious about it. And by carrying on and doing these things, they just become a part of my life. And um, I went for like a year without it really growing that much. Honestly, yep. like it was growing okay. And now it's all of a sudden just shot up like insanely. And it's kind of like just being a lesson to me that sometimes you don't see the results for a long, long time. And you just got to keep on doing it and doing it. <laughs> yeah, mate, that's, it, it's funny you say that because I'm the same with the Fit Dad Lifestyle. Like, you know, going back to the podcast, it's great to get all these big name guests and all these different people on board. But some of my favorite conversations are our community members and, you know, people like yourself who just speak the real raw truth from you know, an everyday life, not someone who's up here living, you know, something extraordinary or, you know, something crazy out there. And, um, you know, also with the Fit Dad Lifestyle, it was, it was a labor of love for, you know, a couple of years before we could even start, you know, really looking at it from a, from a business point of view and, you know, giving so much time, energy, yeah. you know, and it, it was crazy. But I think once you find something that you're really passionate about it, it really helps, you know, drive that mission forward. Yeah, I think it helps. I mean, I think you can get fooled into passion. A lot of guys are like, I follow my passion, you know, but that's the, that's all the glitz and glamour, you know, that's the, like, I'm going to follow my passion, have it easy. Uh, along, along with your passion comes a lot of hard work, a lot of later nights, a lot of running after things and people. I mean, you know what it's like, right? So it's one of those things that you learn so much through it as a dad and as a man, you, you learn really, I think I've grown more in the last year than I grew in the last decade before that as a human being, possibly two decades, just because it made me reflect on myself and to see how I had to organize life. So even just in organizing life to maintain something like yours or to maintain dad strong has been a challenge. So I've had to go be very intentional about like what I'm doing in my life. Otherwise everything starts to give, you know, time with the kids. And you said something there very interesting. You said like regular guys like us living, you know, not like guys living extraordinary lives. And although I love these guests that are that are living these lives, that they're getting out there and, and they're getting after it, you know, for me, and it might sound like a cliche, but this is what I like 100% believe. Like I believe the most extraordinary man is a, is, is a person that puts his kids and his wife first. Like that's, think about it. If you think what is probably the, one of the most uncommon things that you know is a guy that really, and I'm not just talking about anomaly, because I heard some other guy that was, that was actually preaching this. It's a well-known guy. I won't, I won't mention his name, but he said like, he was preaching like, oh, I'm spending time with my family. I put family first, but he actually wasn't. He was saying he was doing it. And how many of us go, my kids and my wife are like my most important things. But if you actually look at their time, if you would break up their time, is it really true? And so that's my goal is that's the extraordinary kind of guy I want to be, no matter what fame and, and, and fortune and who knows me. And, and those things have become, it's funny because since I started the podcast, the, the being known and the downloads and everything have become less important and my family has become more important. The funny thing is that what happens to the podcast and what happens to your endeavors when you actually have your priorities straight and you value the right things that naturally, it naturally takes off anyway. Right. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. And before I go into any more guys, if you've got any questions, make sure you put them in the comments below. If you see me looking over, I've just got the separate screen on my left mm. here. So I'll be able to read the questions out. Um, but I, I completely agree, mate. And and I've gone from that same sort of aspect, like go back five years ago when Instagram was the big thing and, you know, in the best shape of your life and all this kind of stuff. Like you wanted to be, you know, me personally, I wanted to be that 
you know, Instagram star, the influencer, the bloody celebrity, <laughs> you know, the, this, that, and everything else. And, you know, yeah. now I tell people to get the fuck off social media. I'm like, it's taking too much control of your life. Like, and I sort of, now I just give it to people raw, real. I don't care, like, as much about yeah, exactly. that yeah. angle. And, um, you know, it's just great because when you can just do stuff because, you know, like even like yesterday and my, I do like every day when I'm walking the dog, I do like this little live video or, or a video and I post it to the group. And yeah, I've seen know, it. yeah. And like some days I'm out there with the kids they're on the bike and I'll just do a quick minute or something like that. And um, you know, if the kids weren't, you know, riding their bike or if they jumped in front of the camera or, or like something like two years ago, I would have been all nervous and not posted it. And like, ah, oh, shit. Now I just like the meal, the more real it is and the more real raw it is, go hard like i think the picture to me wiping my son's butt the other week that i posted on um line like i would never have posted that online but people were just so fascinated like i think there was a hundred comments that were like geez my son does that too and you know just yeah. putting it out there of like it doesn't have to be always so prim and proper and you know perfect and it's not fatherhood isn't you know a perfect picture it's it's up downs it's left rights it's Mate, there's there's no same day, you know. It's um pretty crazy ride. Mm. I'm, I mean, oh, it was the same for me, and I think you just got to become, I don't know, just become comfortable with yourself and become satisfied with yourself, you know. And that's that's the goal as well as a dad as well. Man, man is to to find that place where you are happy with you or who you are, and enough is enough, you know. That doesn't mean get after it and help other guys because that's where you can help other people, right? Is when you are enough and you're not feeling like you have to perform or say the right thing on a podcast. Like you say, I, the last couple of podcasts I've been on, um, I didn't have really any notes even, like just a couple of things, you know, and I used to start with this whole long list of things that I had to speak about and, you know, worrying that I'm going to say things and, and all these things. And eventually you just realized, you know, it's just another guy on the end of the line at the end yeah. of the day, if you say something wrong, if you say something wrong, so what exactly? Guys are going to be, and, and guys wrote me messages that they, I mean, I got this most amazing message the other day. I don't know if you saw that from a guy said he's listened to Jocko and Goggins and Rogan and everybody, but he finds my podcast so helpful because it's like a, just a real dad, real guys podcast where you dealing with things where you can identify with what's going on. That doesn't mean that those guys aren't, aren't great for motivation to take us to the next level. You know, and I think we do that as well at this podcast. It's not like we are living some ridiculously bad life. And, you know, we have to, I think being an example and living at first is important, but I want to, I want people to be able to, come into my house and see oh well that's really the guy not like oh he has the great perfect photo and the perfect dad and meanwhile he's that so i mean guys if you're going to ask questions ask anything because i'm really open and honest about that and and struggles that that i go through and i try and do that on the podcast i try to be very honest about as far as i can without pissing my wife off because she's <laughs> german and she doesn't want me to give too much away of our life so yeah. i have to like respect her but apart from that i'm not here to like be oh well I got it all together and look at me and, and what's going on, you know, and maybe that was my ego in the beginning wanted it to be a little bit like that. And since, since my ego has gotten smaller, I've gotten bigger as a person. And I think a lot of men have this ego and this mask on. That yeah. They want the world to see. Mate, we just got a question from Dustin. So it's military dad here about to deploy to the middle East first mm. time away from the kids since birth, any suggestions, it will be a challenge, not only for them, but a mental battle for myself as well. Wow, dude. You're a military man. I've never been in the military, but I can only imagine how hard that is. Yeah, mate. I, I've depl uh, deployed or I've been overseas um, you know, with kids and it's quite tough uh, to, to tell you the truth that 
every day is a struggle. And especially depending on how high tempo the actual operations or high tempo, you know, whatever you're doing overseas is, I find there's a lot of time when you're over there to actually sit around and, and, you know, you're sitting around, you know, on base and you're sitting around, you know, not doing too much at all, maybe just flicking the social medias or, you know, just getting, you know, basic jobs done. And the problem that I found was, you know, getting caught up in what's going back home, like your family's at the beach, they're at the park, they're at theme parks, they're, you know, they're going out for dinners, birthday parties, Christmas, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, and I found that I had to, you know, really limit, you know, that time um, on social media and not get so immersed in it as, as much. Um, having a newborn, I think, you know, as tough as that is, you know, you don't, like you can probably get your wife to put the, you know, the camera on the newborn and, you know, just watch, just watch it, you know, do not much at all. But what I found when with our kids who are three and six, um, you know, we'd get like a two minute FaceTime during the day and then something would catch their attention like the TV or the trampoline or something like that. And they'd want to run away. And you always felt so distant. Like I probably spoke to them more on day one when I got home than I did for the whole, you know, eight weeks that you're away or something like that, which is, absolutely bizarre but i got in the habit of um i had a notebook and pen so every night because there was an eight hour ten hour you know time difference um between where we were and i would write um a handwritten letter in the notebook and then i'd just take a picture of it and my wife would print it out and put it in the mailbox and you know every day they had uh, a handwritten letter from dad so that was one thing you know which doesn't really help out too much in the you know the newborn situation but for anyone else listening who may, may work in the mines or something like that, you know, technology is really simple. And as, as long as you can, you know, get your wife to help you out on the other end, it's, it's a way that the kids can, you know, still be involved and you can write about your day or you can write about, you know, what you've seen on their videos or pictures that your partner might've sent through. And I, I found that was something that really helped getting the strong and sort of kept that routine at night. Like every night before bed, I write this letter to the kids, I email it through and yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was probably my experience. Yeah, I mean, obviously for me not being like that, but I mean, I think that if I were in the situation, that's what I can only imagine. You know, I think it's a very tough situation. I've always been someone that wants to be by my kids all the time, you know. Uh, so it's, uh, I respect these guys that can go away like that. So it's a tough thing. But what I was thinking is, as you were saying, is one thing is you're talking about technology, but, you know, when our, my twins were born and they were in the hospital, so I have to leave, leave my kids in the hospital like for five weeks when they were born. And so when I came home, I, I used to um, just write like a, a normal journal. So I had this like journal where I'd write to them like every day. And if I watched a movie, I'd write the movie at the top. And I, if I listened to music, I'd write the song at the bottom. And so I kind of like used that as like a diary that I wrote to them about how I felt about them and how I thought about them. And then when they're older, obviously they can read that. So that's one cool thing to do. Like while you're over there to see, wow, dad was away from me, but look how he was thinking about me. So that it's a really great gift. And then I thought, you know, with all the issues we have as people, and I don't know how, what Dustin's going through and what kind of guy he is. And, you know, but if I would go away, I would take that time to really like assess myself as a person. I'd evaluate the things in my life that I need to change. I would look at certain habits that I can break of emotional habits that I've developed. And I would just take that time to become the best man that I can be. So that when I get back from my deployment, I am the best father that I can be and the best husband that I can be. And I think that gives like a purpose, you know, it makes you feel like even though you're away from your child, you are living for your kids still, you know, you're doing the work there, but you're doing the work on yourself so that 
because it's because it got a lot of guys get stuck into the baby mind you know it's like i'm with a baby and i'm at home and they don't work on themselves anymore they're like oh whereas he's got the prime time chance so it's making a a positive out of a negative is like he's got a prime time chance to not be in that like baby brain and um Oh, look who's here, a baby brain and to work on himself. So Dustin, I would say, take it as an opportunity to really develop yourself for your, your little kid. And, and so when you come back, you just are firing on all cylinders and ready to do it. You know, that's all I can say. And um, as I said, I, I've never done it before. So good luck to you, bro. I really hope it goes well and that you, you, you use it as a positive. Anthony, we're live on Facebook, mate. So welcome to oh, the chat. Hey, sorry. He boys. looks like he's on deployment. Yeah, he looks like he's in like some deployment somewhere. So, guys oh, okay. that are watching the live stream, Anthony is the owner of Dadbot Apparel, a large uh, clothing brand aimed at families over in um, the states and probably shipping worldwide. I imagine as well. So, yeah, what's going on? Sorry, uh, had a had a little work dinner that I had to be at, so um, I apologize. No worries. Oh, good, mate. Oh, good. How's your day been? What wins you had this week? Uh, you know, just just been busy, more of the same. Um, but uh, just been, it's been good. Honestly, it's been good. Um, so nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary. Still, still no word. Did you disappear? But, um, I'm, I'm here. Sorry. Did everybody disappear? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, we do. yeah, still no word, um, but but been good. So oh, fantastic. And how'd the launch go with the the new uh, dad life? <laughs> good, good. It's a it's dad leading dad's leading fearlessly every day, and it went well. Um, people like it a lot, which I'm very thankful for. Um, I, I I personally like it a lot, but. You know, obviously I'm biased, but uh, but it went well, and um, I'm excited for the new chapter, and I'm excited for the new look. I think it's I think it's good for the brand. It's differentiating from everything else out there. Um, but again, that's a that's a story to fill you guys in later. But I've got to I've yeah. got to stop I've got to stop like ragging you about this now. Huh? Like yeah, stop trolling, you, bro. You gotta stop trolling, like, that's man. Mine. That's mine. You're using my word. You're wearing that shirt. It looks the same as other one. On my page, bro. <laughs> so, how how were both your uh, weeks in regards to fitness? I remember last on the last podcast, we were speaking about uh, Tom. You've started doing the meditation and you know the big drink of water and you know sticking to the you know no drinking and stuff like that. And Anthony, you've been getting up a lot earlier. Have you guys been you know sticking with uh, everything, or it's just been all over the place? <laughs> I'll start, man. Not by choice, but the fires hit us. So, yeah. you know, it's one thing after another in uh, in beautiful California because I was getting up early and doing it. And then we got, you know, again, it's a minor, it's a minor inconvenience on our end, you know, personally, but the fires got us pretty bad in Northern California. So we can't, we couldn't go out until today, actually for probably the last three, four weeks. Um, the air quality has been unhealthy to hazardous where we couldn't even go outside to backyard or anything, do anything um, because of all the smoke from the fires. So I know I haven't been walking in the morning because just couldn't do it. And I, I mean, 
I didn't, I truthfully, I didn't want to take the kid outside and it's been really hard on him because he can't play outside. So today, Catherine, my wife took out the kids to go, to go play. Cause it was finally moderate, but yeah, man, it's just one thing after another. So I haven't been able to, um, I actually went this morning to our gyms, our gyms slowly reopened up. And so I went this morning to do okay. stairs for 30 minutes and, uh, you feel it you feel you feel if you don't do cardiovascular stuff for a while because i felt it i was drenched in sweat it was a lot harder than i remember so you feel it if you get out of the routine for a while so it's been tough for you guys man i can't believe it it just shows you how there's just like (laughs) one thing after another not just as a dad but just in general at the moment in california especially i mean are you guys all right i mean how's things going there we're okay man i mean we're okay you know, like, honestly, there's a lot to be thankful for. And I try to do that every night with my son is like, remind myself, like what we are thankful for. Cause uh, there's a lot of people that are worse off than what we are. And honestly, you know, what, what, what I have to complain about is, is nothing compared to some other people that are losing a lot more, but it's tough. Like mentally it's tough. And, uh, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. Um, and I know my wife is definitely having a hard time, um, because she's at home with the kids all day while I'm working. And, you know, the other morning I left for work and she texted me and it was a, like a small video and it was kind of meant to be a joke, but you know, it sucks. It's like, you know, Hudson was on one, Adriana was on one and they broke her. And so she sent me a video. She was crying. She pans over to Hudson, to Adriana. She's screaming on the floor, pans over to Adriana and she's screaming or Hudson. He's screaming over and like on the floor somewhere else. And I'm like, so everybody's at the house crying right now. She's like, yep. I'm like, fuck. So it's a tough, doesn't it? Receiving it's hard, like man. Like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those times that's just, you'll appreciate the good times because you go through these times. It's yeah. going to be in that weird, like looking back, you know, I always used to say six months, but it's probably nine months ago now when we had whatever normality was back then. Like, can you see that happening in the future? Normally, or is it just going to be a weird flung for a couple of years of just, finding out what that new normal looks like yeah i know i mean it's 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 rough it's it's but anthony's right i mean it's like i did a podcast on monday just called don't focus on the don't focus on the negative you know it's it's just something that you got to like try and do like you got to try and focus on the positive so many times we think about how things are being bad how things are going to be bad how things are bad and it doesn't bring us and that's why it's like like anthony's telling like his wife's taking strain so imagine we start falling apart as well then it's like dog show at home when you get home luckily i hope it's like that anthony i don't know when you get home if you can at least take some strain off her and then it's at least you know that's a that's a positive i mean i guess there's there's now two for them to go after you know not just her they they have me as well but i couldn't do it all day i'll be honest with you i couldn't Uh, do it all day it's hard i mean they like he's he's energy from sun up to sundown but you know and to, to answer your question leroy we have to I mean, I I refuse to believe that this is going to be the new normal. I refuse to believe it. And is it going to take time? I'm sure it will. But at the same time, like, you know, people forget. I, I'm sure there's going to be new things that come out of this that are that are the new normal. You know, like, for example, and I don't know how it is out there, but in the States, a lot of restaurants now have like the QR codes where you take a picture with your phone and pulls up the menu online, which personally I like more. You know, like you, you have a, uh, you know, you get rid of a lot of menus and a lot of clutter and just waste of paper. So that's a good kind of outcome of this, but I think that's going to stay. I don't think that's going to go anywhere, but 
you know, what I was, I was, I talked to a lot of buddies about this. I think that the end outcome is at least for the, for the short term is going to be this back of the mind fear of, you know, what if, and you never thought about getting sick as being scary, you know? And I think regardless of your viewpoints, there's a little bit of a back in the head. This is scary. I don't, I don't want this, you know, no one ever wants to get sick, but like they've created a bit of fear. But it's interesting how we're moving towards more technology because when you mentioned QR codes, I can just picture everyone sitting around the table looking at their phones, even worse. Yeah, even worse, right? I know. Kind of pushing us towards, if you think about it, everything's pushing us towards being way more technological. Everyone's going online and and, and that can all be controlled. So I'm not going to conspiracy theorist here, but it's just very interesting how it is happening. And so we got to obviously manage that. But let's go to fitness. My fitness is good again. (laughs) I did a triathlon on Sunday. We actually had a triathlon here. Everyone had been cancelled, but my local triathlon, they somehow got permission to run it. And so I haven't trained very much at all for triathlon, but I managed to get through the swim pretty good. The bike, I was, I was supposed to get a racing bike, but I did it on my mountain bike. So that was tough. And then the run was pretty cool. So that kind of gave me a nice kickstart to getting my cardio back, like you say, Anthony. But it showed me that I definitely need to train a bit more because I was doing more upper body. And then I've worked out a couple of times this week. And, uh, yeah, I'm not drinking. I've decided not to drink. I went through September, August, and I'm, as I was saying, it just, well, it just felt so good, man. I feel like I've so got I'm, the, I'm the only one now? I'm the only one? Well, no, I, 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 Bru, I, I've had problems with my knees, man. Like, I've had made bad arthritis, and for some reason, since it's You know, alcohol drinking, helps you with pain. It gets rid of all the little aches and pains, <laughs> man. Well, I, I found I'm feeling, I'm feeling great after stopping drinking, and um, I've kicked caffeine as well. So, like, Oh, my God. Uh, Mate, this might be a good time throwing Paul's just asked a question. How to fight that afternoon slump at 3 a.m.? Usually around 2 and uh, – sorry, at p- 3 p.m. I'm usually. That's like, yeah. Uh, usually around 2 in the hour we get flat. Yes. Can, wow. you, can you ask him? Can you ask him, like, what he's doing at that time? Mate, he's live right now. He's listening to you right now. Oh, so he's probably- listening. <laughs> Paul, what are, you, what are you doing at that time? Because if you're sitting – because I, I used to have that when I was at a desk job. When I was sitting – it was usually post lunch about an hour, two hours after lunch, you're like just dead tired and just like about to fall asleep at the desk. I think get outside, get air, walk, do something active to kind of like wake you up is, is for me the best thing possible. I don't like caffeine that late in the day. Cause I'll be wired through the rest of the night, but I think it depends on what you're doing at that time. If you're already active, then that's tough, but I think also that's the biggest thing for people that come home and sit down or watch TV before they go to the gym. If you just come home, immediately change and go to the gym, you have a much higher likelihood of making it to the gym than if you come home, sit down, watch TV, and just like relax for a few minutes. Did you find with that job, Anthony, that you know bad nutrition, like let's say you had a really shitty lunch or you just got something takeaway, like that would contribute to the whole falling in the slump more than oh, you know, if you're on top of everything? Absolutely. I mean, food coma is a real thing, you know, yeah. like food coma is a real thing for sure. Absolutely. High carb, man. Right. I, whenever I eat high carb lunch, then I feel that slump at two o'clock. Like when I actually don't eat so many carbs and I'm making more vegetables and meat or something, then I don't feel that slump as heavy, but high carb, I'm just like, opus one. I'm exactly like him. I have this major slump. Yeah. Well, it's a quick releasing energy. So you burn it, then you crash hard, you know, it's the same kind of thing with like sugar or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I'd say he should observe what he's doing, like kind of track what he's doing as far as he's eating at lunch because that's what I did when I was having the slump. And then you're totally right, Anthony. 
like clapping a few push-ups, you know, just like two, 20 push-ups or 30 push-ups or getting, if you can go work out, I started to work out at lunchtime, just 20 minutes of a workout. And that like pumped me to the rest of the day. And then I was able to make it. I mean, I'm a school teacher, so it's hard, bro. I get, when I get tired at two o'clock and I've got a whole bunch of like kids around me, um, I really had to try and fight that. And so, yeah, I agree with what you say. Leroy, I like what pressure. Do you- I like pressure right. personally. I'd say you get outside. Yeah. Right, we just had Jake. Jake write in. Do you guys have multiple meals during the day or big three, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Leroy, you start. Uh, myself personally, I start my day off with the smoothie. Um, I posted it to the group. I'm not sure if you're in the group or not, but if you're not, you can yep, see it in there. But um, that's typically how I start my day off. Um, but then. I will have lunch as per normal. I'll probably have a snack in the afternoon, um, like a bit of fruit and maybe another smoothie or just at least a protein shake or like a tuna uh, rice thins or corn thins or whatever they are. Um, and then the dinner. So yeah, I sort of probably, I don't stick to the 16, eight sort of fast sort of either, but I probably don't have that smoothie until about nine or 10. And, you know, we're finishing up dinner about six at night. So I sort of only have that, what's that, about 10 hours of, you know, eating uh, window. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not completely as a set ritual. Like if I am starving after a big session in the morning at 6.30, then I'll eat then as well. So I'm not sort of religious on, you know, sticking to that. What about you guys? Um Tommy? Yeah, first I'll just like to say to the guy, just be aware that it's very unique to you. Because I have tried different types of things. So for me, I was going without breakfast, but then I'd find that I would be a little bit more irritable at work, you know, and it depends what job you have. So I'm a teacher, so I've got to see kids at like eight o'clock in the morning. I have four kids myself. So I eat oats in the morning. I just take a bowl of like dry oats, chuck milk in there and I eat that because that makes me feel good. I wake up at five. So I have the workout and everything without any meal. And then we have a break time at 1030 and I just feel so hungry at 1030 after being with the kids in the class. I eat then at 1030 and then I have lunch at about 12 30 and then i'm i'm snacking pretty much i would say i'm snacking on the way home on the drive and then i eat dinner as well and then i try not to eat at night anymore when i'm when i'm you know i'm trying not to watch tv either but when i do watch tv with a wife i try not to eat that i'm not i'm not really like strict i would say but i think because when i'm working out or doing training for triathlon then it's kind of i feel i can eat whatever i want whenever i want so i'm not really aware of what's the best for another guy i just know for me that those things i just kind of follow the follow the how my body feels but not overeat and not eating sugar i don't eat like sugar products so if there's cake at work or donuts i don't eat any of that like i only stick to meals without without sugar and stuff and that seems to seems to be good man at the moment leroy what's so i mean so so jake i would i'd say jake the first question that i would want to know or like what i think the biggest question is what is your goal is your goal to lose weight is your goal to put on weight is your goal to put on muscle what is your goal with what your eating habits are and then from there you have to tailor what it is because if you're trying to lose weight it's a simple formula of you need to burn more calories than you're eating and you can eat a ton of calories as long as you're burning more calories than what you're you're eating you're going to lose weight so what your goal is is what really matters um i've tried and done almost every diet you could think of i personally never mac or counted my macros because it would drive me nuts and i know my personality is going to be the type that like i would over analyze and get over focused on it 
to where it wouldn't be healthy for me personally from a, like a mental and everything standpoint of, you know, I just ate this meal out. What are the macros in the meal that I ate or what's, you know, asking the waitress to give me my macros. So for me, (laughs) that wouldn't work. Um, What I'm currently doing and I truly really enjoy it is I do intermittent fasting and my Mm -hmm. window is from 10 AM until 6 PM. You make the window whenever works for your lifestyle and you kind of just eat within that window. That doesn't mean you eat whatever you want and eat like shit, but you can eat during that window. And for me, before I ate super clean and I used to measure out all my meals, six, seven meals a day, take them with me. And every two hours I was making sure I was eating even in the car. And I still felt even with carbs that even good carbs that I was bloated by the end of the night. And it just, it, it wasn't good for me. And that, so the, the way we got on intermittent fasting was that my wife wanted to lose weight after our second baby. And she tried, she's like, I'm going to try that because I'm not going to give up bread and all these other things. And so I said, I'll do it with her because I wanted to be on the same schedule as her. And I, I mean, I personally, for me, I love it. Um, and you know, I've had a sandwich, I've had pizza, I've had burrito for the first time in years because I didn't before. So again, like Tom said, it's whatever fits with you and your lifestyle. But, um, but I would say it also really depends on what your goal is. So that's the biggest thing. And what you're drinking and, and other things. Like I found with alcohol, seriously, since I left the alcohol off, I can eat more other stuff and not really notice. I find that alcohol is a big one, especially beer. In uh, Yeah, I mean, alcohol thing. is empty calories. Yeah. I mean, point blank, it's, it's great, but it's empty calories. Yeah, cool, no, man. Anthony, great, great answer. Guys, <laughs> I'm going to have to wind that up today. And um, if everyone watching online, thanks for watching in. Share with your friends. Uh, make sure you go follow uh, Dad Bold Apparel and Dad underscore Strong 7, I think it is, on Instagram yeah. as well. Um, and check out the podcast. And Someone else has got the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy it off him. But um, um, yeah, Dad Judy's cool. School, school pickup and all that good no, stuff. I've got to go to work, bro. It's so yeah, funny. Sorry for I was you. late, guys. Sorry I was late. Yeah. No, good for making it, man. It was cool. It was awesome. Nice to do the live. Thanks so much, guys, for asking questions and for watching us. Really appreciate it, man.